This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we... Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And... Woo! That was like a, like a shot of, I feel like I just huffed like a pixie stick or my something. My hands are even on my hips. Like I'm like wow. ready to go. Wow, that's a power pose. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, wow, it's been a week. It's obviously, it's been our normal length of time since we recorded, but I feel like a lot has <laughs> happened. Um, we have shows to talk about, but first we need to address the reports that came out yesterday that there's basically a Housewives All-Stars that's allegedly happening guys where... let's just give this up for us we have manifested this like we have we have so according to the reports women from you know how all stars of housewives are going to be going to a shared house in a tropical location and cameras yeah. are going to be there and it's going to be a limited series we don't know somebody on twitter claiming to have knowledge said that it's going to be filmed in april we'll see um i'm curious Right off the top of your head, if you had to name like a handful of people that okay. you would definitely want in the house, who would it be? I will go, but I just have to say something quick. It's really hard right now because in real time, like there's so much housewives drop, like with Erica, like you know what I, I mean, know. like at I Teresa, know. like right. Okay, so everyone, take everything any housewife bad has done and take it out. I'm gonna list who I think should be in the house, and that oh, is God. Teresa, LVP, Nini. Heather Dubrow, Bethany, and Jill. Bethany, Jill. Am I mi- I'm missing a franchise. Um, Leah Black ha- from uh, Leah Black from Miami. Wh- okay, so you're going like you're going like OG. Um, wish list here. Like this is not. Mo- I would say most of these picks are not realistic. Oh, they're not. This is none of those people are going to be on the show. I'm just letting you know. I'm fully aware. Of okay. That. See, my my picks are more like people that I want to get the call like that I think might be in the okay, house. Tell me, but also wouldn't you love, 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 love to have cameras in the people's houses who aren't getting picked for this and are dying to be on the show. Oh, waiting by the phone, <laughs> waiting by the phone. Um, <laughs> I, okay. First of all, I think I would love for Tamara to be there. I think, I think she's, you need a shit stirrer. Um, I would love for Portia to be there. I have a feeling it seems like the chatter is that it might be Kenya from Atlanta, which also makes sense. But, you know, I just think Portia would bring the fun. Sonia, no brainer to me. I mean, Sonia is going to have fun with anyone. She can party with anyone. Um, I would love to see like, I would love to see like Dorit or maybe like, I don't know, like Elisa Rinna. I have a feeling it's going to be Kyle if any if someone from Beverly Hills is there. I think Lisa Rinna Vanderpump, would be a better option. Lisa Vanderpump would not touch that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> um, 
I would love who oh new I haven't said any I think Teresa makes sense. Um I it would I feel like it would be hard to do it without Teresa unless Your she just didn't want to go. Last night is kind of what I was basing off of. I meant to tell you when I was doing the polls. I was like, these yes. are really, really good options. Like I so I I did the if it it's still up on Bravo Way Batches if you want to vote. I did like from each city, I did like an either or. So obviously that's not exactly how they're gonna cast it. <laughs> Imagine and the the rumors on Twitter were saying that it's likely nobody from Potomac will be there because they're in the middle of filming for their next season. Hmm. And with quarantining and everything, they would probably have to miss a few weeks at least. So guys, this is like Survivor Housewives edition. Imagine they voted oh, they should vote off, off and let someone. Oh, my God. I'm panicking. That is an amazing idea. Okay, as soon as we're done recording, you're going to send a cute little DM to Andy. Oh. I'm sure he'll read it. I'm sure he'll take it into consideration. Um, in the meantime, let's talk about these shows. We're really quickly going to touch on the Below Deck reunion. And yeah, I say really quickly. Done. Moving on. Because <laughs> one, we have other stuff to get to. Two, not much worth talking about. I would Holy say this was shit. one, of, maybe the most underwhelming reunion that I can recall. It was a, a one-part Watch What Happens Live virtual gig. And... That was really all it deserved. You know, Elizabeth's weird figure skater rainbow dress was the most notable part, and it wasn't good. Honestly, um, I don't like forced things. So, like, there are shows that haven't had reunions, and to be honest, I didn't think this one needed it. I just wanted to see Captain Lee, and that's exactly what we got. But, like, it the entire episode was just based on Elizabeth, and girl... I have trouble listening to her speak in general. Like even on watch on a regular watch what happens live. Like it's like pulling teeth out and I'm always like, get your yeah. idea out. I can't. And that's exactly, she was spinning in her chair the whole time. She was like, well, um, and flipping her hair. And I was like, what are yeah, you doing? She's think- like a kindergartner on zoom. It's like, Sorry. okay. Yeah. James was kind of a dick to her. Maybe, uh, maybe Francesca wasn't, you know, the most kind and understanding boss, but at the end of the day, it's like Elizabeth was, you know, she kind of, she like did her own stuff. And, like, and I don't know. Dr- it's not that dress. They should have locked her zoom account out. She shouldn't have been able to be seen. No with video. That. No video. <laughs> also no shade at all. But did James get work done? Like, oh, did you know. notice he, that? He looked good. He looked, he looked good. great. Okay. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> well, I, I'm here. Yeah. Not, a, not a lot to talk about. I guess I'm glad we have closure, but I, I wasn't needing that much closure, but below deck sailing starts on Monday. So, um, so excited. I hope you didn't want to break from below deck because you're not getting one. I know. Like, um, that, like that was give it, give it another week. Like gives people a break. Okay. I've also heard rumors that they're working on another below deck show for Peacock. I below can't, deck, I'm having like hard potentially to, like- below deck Australia, which I would watch just for the accents. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite. Acai Grape, Pineapple Mango, Lemon, and Mandarin. 
Mandarin Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, let's get into the real meat of the week. Real Housewives of New Jersey. New Jersey. Immediate, immediate aftermath of um, what if I said Gia does Coke Gate? Um, <laughs> clearly, um, I mean, Margaret is just like in shambles because she's like, what? What just happened in my home? I'm sorry. <laughs> what is going on? The way they ended that episode and picked up at mm-hmm. this episode, like editors, come on. They could have tacked on two more minutes to last week's episode and just finished the conversation. They did that on purpose, which like, duh, we love that. But they picked <laughs> up, they left off on this episode where the middle of the sentence where Jackie was like, it was an analogy. Like, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean anything. And I was like, really? You had the whole world, like try to go against her last week. And now you let her like explain what was happening. But we all knew that that anyway. Right away. Margaret said what all of us have been saying for a week, Jackie, know your audience. There's two rules in an argument in this group. Don't use analogies (laughs) and don't bring up kids in an argument. And Jackie, she did the two for one special. That was great. <laughs> Margaret, um, to me, was MVP this episode. Her commentary, her little, yes. her everything. Her, her hosting duties that she actually fulfilled. Kenya Moore, take notes. She, The first thing she said when they got to this house was, I had lunch delivered. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, <laughs> A her, meal provided? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's that's... <laughs> I don't know. Margaret just seemed like, yeah, that's just normal. I'm not, I'm actually not used to the Atlanta version of that, but Margaret's house though, what the actual shit is going on? How long has her house been under construction for? It's making it seem like she knocked it down and rebuilt it when all she did was put up wallpaper with deer heads on the wall. Like, and every time someone enters her house, she's like, sorry, don't mind the construction. We're still, oh my God, my house is a mess. But like, it's always been like that. I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I don't, I don't mind her decor awful. style. Like, it's, it's not my taste, but I don't know. Did you see what Jennifer Aiden tweeted? <laughs> yes, but like. She said, having had my decor critiqued in the past, I feel quite comfortable saying that looking at that wallpaper gives me a headache. It's like a Dr. Seuss book threw up while on shrooms. I like, mean, Jennifer. I agree. I agree. But Jennifer's decor does need critique she has no decor in her house right. she needs jennifer a doesn't have decor she just has like marble yeah that's like, like you she both has, she has marble floors and marble <laughs> railings and marble columns and then like one couch right so speaking of two for one special why don't the two of you go to an interior designer and have a ball that's it yeah. but i would watch that giselle can go giselle can come too oh my god um, <laughs> So we're seeing the aftermath of this fight, and obviously everybody has their phone calls to make. Teresa calls Melissa. Okay, Teresa called Melissa, and it was Antonia's birthday, and Teresa didn't seem to know that, and then was like, okay, yeah, we'll tell Antonia happy birthday, but did you believe, could you believe what this bitch said to me? Like, She was like, Melissa's like, she's swimming right now, or I'd go get her, like, as if she was seven years old, like, have in the pool, like, but like, it was like her, she's like a teenager. I just liked that Melissa was acting like Teresa wanted to talk to Antonia. And it's like, no, Teresa's Teresa's filming a scene for the show. She just wants to tell you what happened. And 
immediately she is telling her just a complete fictional story about what happened at Margaret's house. She's saying that she came in and she was being nice to Jackie and she was apologizing and whatever. And then out of nowhere, Jackie is, you know, telling everybody that Gia does coke in the bath. Like I, we knew this was exactly what was going to happen. It just was, it was like, it still felt crazy watching it unfold so quickly that right away Teresa is completely misrepresenting how the situation went down. And even Melissa right away is like, I need to get some more information here. I was just going to say that. This is not, this is not, that doesn't sound like Jackie. And I know, and I know my sister-in-law can be a little bit, uh, I was so, just going to say that props to Melissa for right away being like, Mm-mm, like something's not right, which is so like sad at the same time that like when you call someone, they automatically know you're not telling the truth. Like Teresa, that's I, no bueno. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Somebody was saying how everyone in the cast sort of has to like, <laughs> this is mean, but like bring themselves down to Teresa's level a little bit. And th- I, I don't think that's always true, but in moments like this, it's like, Everybody in the cast is like, Teresa can't understand an analogy. <laughs> even like, Dolor- even Dolores is like, she's Dolores, Dolores and Jennifer, even though they're on Teresa's side in, you know, like life. a larger yeah. life context in this situation, they're like, Teresa, like you, like you did spread the rumor. Like of <laughs> Teresa is acting like there was nothing she did wrong. And it's like, okay, I understand like, Teresa has every right to be mad that Jackie said that thing about Gia. I totally get that. But it's like, Teresa, to go along with that, you have to acknowledge why Jackie is upset at what you did. Because what you did is like, whether or not you think it's equal, it's not not fucked up. Exactly. And let's just say, Gia told her to apologize when they Mm. did this scene of her. First of all, Gia is like the most mature person I've ever seen in my entire life. But like, she told Teresa that she was like in the wrong. And I'm like, Teresa, you have to be kidding. Like you can't just like, Oh, it's not even a pride thing at this point. You fucked up. Like what you did wasn't right. And you cannot blame it on the alcohol. Like you can't, but here's my issue is that Teresa keeps, she's such a huge deflector. She's, she keeps saying that, Oh, well, something must be there. Something must be there about Mm -hmm. the marriage because Jackie was upset. No, no, no. Jackie was crying because she can't believe you would do something like that. She, she right. knew her marriage was intact. So Teresa was like, she's, it must be true. Like she was crying that hard. No, she's crying because you did a really shitty fucking thing. Yeah, honestly, it's like almost a little impressive how much Teresa like buys her own bullshit that it's like, see, I said it and she got upset. So like, there you go. And He's like, cheating on her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, let's talk about Dolores. Let, uh, we'll get back to Teresa, I'm sure. Oh, um, Lord. So Dolores, w- we saw in the premiere, she kind of is having this weird, you know, back and forth with David where she says she wants things to be more serious and then he isn't into it. But then he wants to know when she's having like a <laughs> life-threatening surgery. And she's like, why would I need to tell you that? I feel like she's in a weird place with him. And I I like this episode that she talks to Frank Sr. about it. And I feel like he kind of, I feel like he does a better job at articulating what she needs and what David needs to hear. Yeah, because Frank and Dolores are meant to be together, not but, David and Dolores. 
But I, so we see Frank and David go out to the shooting range together while the girls are away. And I actually, I thought they had a nice little conversation that, you know, it's not a question of like, does David like Dolores or, you know, do they have like some kind of thing together? Like, it's just, and I like that he can say to him, you know, you're a great guy, but you're not always like a good boyfriend to her. Said you're and a great David doctor, you're a mediocre boyfriend. Great and doctor. I was like, boom, Medi- roasted. Yes. But here's the I other know. kicker. So Frank said that he fell down the stairs, had an accident a few months ago, and then he moved in with David because he couldn't have stairs. He's like, oh my God, what is happening? I posted last night that David seems to be just like a bed and breakfast host of like Dolores's family because they've all lived with him and he just like cares for her family members. Like they look at David as like a rental property, I feel. And like- This situation, this family situation sounds like the premise for like an ABC sitcom. (laughs) Like David's house. It's okay, but then Dolores in the van on the way to Lake George was telling all the girls how impressive David is in bed and like he knows his way around the vagina and all of this stuff. And I feel like all of the women just weren't buying it, including me, because is that her her way of proving to the ladies like he's a keeper like he knows he's good in bed if you combine all the men i've ever slept with like david's the best and and it's like they're like no david's a fuck boy like get rid of him toss him well clearly this group has sex on the brain because then later in the episode (laughs) Teresa is grilling melissa about her sex life with her brother that's weird and she's like she's like do you come every time and it's like Teresa. (laughs) i and also Teresa, what like what are you going to do with that information? You know what I mean? It's not like you're right, talking like, are you to gonna... any other person with a guy. It's your brother. But at <laughs> least Joe sent her, her her ex-husband Joe sent her one of his Italian sex toys that he's selling like, on Instagram. This I feel like this this entire thing was like so underrated. Like what is happening? Like, And then was it Jennifer that was like, did he mold his cock? And I was like, Gir- <laughs> girls, reel it in. Like you're, you're, Stop. I, I love this group dynamic. Like, even when there's this kind of sinister drama going on, that they can still just have this like raunchy, fun dinner conversation. I do really enjoy it. And I also think it's interesting this episode, we're seeing more of Jennifer and Melissa's dynamic because Ooh. I mean, they've never been the best of friends, but at last year's reunion, they were really going at it. And Jennifer was obviously said the thing about Melissa being too self centered to want to have another kid. I it's interesting that that really stuck with Melissa because to be honest, I think most of us when we were watching that season felt like that kid storyline was kind of fake. Um, So it's interesting that the self-centered comment has stuck with Melissa and that she still is upset about it overall. Like I hope they can kind of like bury that hatchet because I'd love to see them fight about something new. Yeah. And like, I don't need them to be friends, but I actually don't love watching housewives fight over something that happened at the reunion on the next season. I completely agree. And I think that they will eventually move past. Like after this, you can tell they started like mingling a little bit more, but it was so weird of Melissa when they got to Marge's house to like literally walk right past Jennifer. Like you that can was, stay in the right. room. I get right. it. You don't, the part, you know, like the part at dinner felt more like a good moment to like, okay, let's get let's throw this out there and move on at Margaret's house. It was like, okay, she didn't like, she didn't like try to ruin your family. She just like said something that wasn't that nice. Yeah. And Melissa has been on the show long enough where it's like, you've, you've dealt with this. Come on. Yeah. You've I just fe- worse. feel like Jen is not Melissa's cup of tea, which is fine. But I agree with you. Like we have to move on and find something else, which I am like, 
I think Jackie is coming back in a few episodes. I know she's not, she stopped. They said she stopped for a little bit. So she'll be back like, and her cutting her kid's hair, super cute, but I don't want, I don't want little scenes like that for the next few episodes because she's not with the women. Like, yeah, I did enjoy seeing salon mommy, but I I agree. We don't need like, we can just be on the trip and then catch up with her when we get back. (laughs) We'll catch up. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Let's move on to the last part, the final third part of the Salt Lake City reunion. This part, I would say, was less explosive mm-hmm. than the first couple parts, but there was still a lot going on. I definitely feel like they earned a three-part reunion I was not disappointed. Um, we start off with the husbands coming on and mo- well, most of them, most we have Seth, them. Seth and Robert senior joining via zoom, which I actually, I appreciate that we're in a pandemic. It's not in everyone's best interest to be traveling. Um, so I, I, I like that they let them attend via zoom. Yeah. Um, I loved Seth Robert. Ohio. <laughs> Um, I know it's like so like ugh, I can't I, I I had a lot of feelings last night so I just needed to like take that time and then like regroup for right now I just like you know how I feel okay. and it's just like I, I got, know you're not I got I very not frust- Stan. <laughs> I got very frustrated last night because I was like again there and she was asked one question last night and it was about her her what her wedding her marriage and then she was like i'm not going to discuss that tonight and it's like what why like you have to yeah what was weird to me so i mean i i don't love that but then also later when jen was asked about spreading rumors uh, and talking behind meredith's back she was like well i mean i don't really know why i would comment on meredith's relationship and andy's like i mean it was like a big part of the show like that's literally why we're here it's one thing for Meredith to be kind of trying to deflect about her and like not want to talk about it. 
But when the other women are like, out of respect for Meredith, I don't think we should talk about it. It's like, that is literally the point of the reunion to talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, you had no problem talking about it when the cameras were there previously. And it's right. It's like, okay, I great that you've moved on and you don't, you know, believe whatever rumor you said you were spreading or uh, something like that. But like, that doesn't exonerate you from having to like at least talk about it for a couple minutes on the reunion. I just like, I do think their relationship dynamic is interesting and it's frustrating that nobody on the reunion was kind of willing to dive into it because I mean, because Meredith had kind of laid down the law. So I don't know. I mean, I still like Meredith. I think she still has potential to be good on a second season. It just was frustrating kind of time after time at the reunion that it's like, okay, so we're really just not going to go there. Like, that's just what I mean, where it's like, I need you to bring it. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I know she's a good person. She's fine. But it was like, to me, she's just a little less exciting than the others. But I do have to say that last night I'm watching Happens Live, Andy was wearing a full Brooks Brooks Mark suit. (laughs) Well, because he said on part one of the reunion that he wanted, he had not gotten one and he wanted one. And clearly it made that happen. Um, speaking, but you know, the husband that I did think really brought it was Robert senior. Yes, He really defended his relationship with his wife as he should. And he also had a really nice moment with coach Shaw where they basically, you know, let bygones be bygones. I feel like I actually can't believe at this reunion, how far Mary and Jen seem to have come with each other. I don't know if they're ever going to be like close friends. I don't know if they need to be close friends, but I feel like they actually, their sort of apologies with each other feel like they come from a place of respect. Totally agree. And I, I, I loved that they made up and I think it should have happened a long time ago, but I forgot which one of them was like, see, we just needed to talk it out. But it's like, you didn't have to wait for the reunion to do that. You definitely could have done that. So we had an entire season of watching you guys, but at least you did it. Right. And I feel like between their husbands and between them, there's kind of this air of like, they get it. They, they've actually let it go. What happened between them. Whereas a lot of the other relationships on the show, which I mean, we're getting a second season. I don't want everyone to be best friends. A lot of people seem to be having more trouble kind of moving forward. I would say Heather and Lisa seem to be really just not interested in sort of meeting each other where they're at the whole the talk about divorce thing, I feel like they were kind of saying two different things. Yes. Because, so when when Lisa is getting emotional about Meredith's relationship and saying Which that she weird. loves them together, I mean, yeah, that was a little weird. But then Heather is getting mad at Lisa and saying, like, well, you were dismissing my divorce, blah, blah, blah. I thought that was more like Lisa was talking about the concept of divorce and, like, whether it's a big deal or not in terms of, like, in the eyes of the church. And Heather took that as like, your divorce was no big deal. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't like you shouldn't be upset about it. And I don't think that's what Lisa meant. But then also, like, I know that Heather is still in kind of a raw place when she talks about her divorce. So it's tough because I want to like validate anyone's emotions. But I also think there were some pretty clear, like, you know, missed connections in terms of what people actually meant. I saw a meme last night. It was like, Lisa breathes, Heather, shut the fuck up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. And and obviously, I mean, if you've listened to our podcast at all, you know, we like Heather a lot in general. I feel like we're pretty team Heather, but I do feel like by part three of the reunion, it was a little bit like, you don't have to like find an issue with every single thing Lisa says. Right. Yeah. So 
We also see like Jen and Heather's conversation, which at one point I, Jen was like, I'm not like, this isn't towards you. I'm not attacked. And, and Heather goes, really? Cause it feels kind of targeted right now yeah. because she was like talking be- to Heather. Like there was no, there was no doubt about that. I feel bad because I don't really feel bad when Jen like freaks out, but I feel bad when she gets emotional because she, I feel like she can't, she feels she can't get her ideas out of what she wants to say. And she gets herself frustrated and herself worked up. And that's the issue. Yeah, Jen, Jen was super interesting to me on this third part of the reunion. She kind of took a little more of a backseat. The first two parts, this episode they were talking about in Vegas. I mean, everything that went down in Vegas, but specifically at, uh, Kimberly, the the hypnotist's house when they were doing the trust, don't trust game, the raising hands and uh, how Jen said she didn't trust Heather. And I do think that she did an okay job of explaining kind of what went into that moment, that it was like she felt, you know, caught off guard at like what had happened here and there. And, you know, I understand kind of where she was coming from. At the same time, I think Heather was still right to feel hurt by that. But then what Heather brings up that's really interesting, and I feel like this reunion had a lot of stuff that kind of happened off camera that they were talking about. She's talking about these things that she had heard that Jen had said about her behind her back. Like, (laughs) The the funny one is that she buys off the rack at Dress Barn, which like, <laughs> LOL. But then the, the one that actually is pretty mean is that she thinks she's an actress, but the only role she's going to get is that of a manatee or Shrek. And I mean... That's terrible. Jen does not deny saying this. It's important to note. She's basically like, Heather, like Heather. And Heather's like, you said that. like, But Jen, like, because Jen feels that when she like posts a dig or something like that like she's she wins like she's on top and set up but that's such not an adult way of like doing things like who calls someone names like that that is that is terrible that is well really mean and it's interesting because it's like this whole time jen is still claiming to care so much about heather and like she's been my friend for so long and she says that with the trust thing that part of the reason she was so hurt by what heather did was because she cared more about her and it's like Okay, but since then, you've it doesn't seem like you've done anything to really show her that you care. And Jen's reasoning for why she raised her hand made zero sense. If you can explain it to me, I would appreciate that because her reasoning <laughs> did not make sense to Andy why she raised her hand. She was like, because okay. Heather, like, I was like, huh? I don't think it actually, I don't think it does make sense in the real world context, but I think I can see how in... Jen Shaw, he- Jen Shaw's world that okay. she kind of had these things that Heather had done. And I think now we do, she, now that there's been this time and she's seen it on TV, I think she kind of gets it a little bit. But th- so, I mean, we, this last 10, 15 minutes of the reunion is honestly really tough because all of a sudden they're talking about, you know, all the stuff that's gone down between them. And Jen says that it's basically that it's not okay to call a woman of color aggressive. And I I think this is a really interesting conversation because we've talked a lot in the last year or so about microaggressions and, you know, like racial inequality, racism, all of that stuff and how there are things that are, you know, triggers and microaggressions and things that people don't necessarily realize. I personally feel though, like, 
some of the footage we saw this season. Absolutely. Anybody like you could you could have a blindfold on and listen to what Je- Jen Shaw screaming. If you didn't say that was aggressive, you don't know what that word means. Her, her behavior is actually more than aggressive. But at the same time, like Whitney, Whitney even said, and, you know, it's it's a tough thing to say, like, it had nothing to do with race. Cause like some people, you can't say that like for every situation, but right. for this, like Whitney was like, Jen, like this isn't about your race. Like this isn't about race. It's about your behavior. Right. And I, I feel like, I feel like you and I are on the same page about this kind of thing that it's like, I'm not discounting Jen's experience or anything like that. Not but in all. that specific context, it's like, you have screamed at these women. You have made threats against them. You have, you know, just completely popped off in situations that did not warrant that kind of reaction. And it's like, that is, it's just the the definition of aggressive. Yeah. And here's the thing, her, com- her point and her conversation is definitely something that needed to be had. Like it's an important yeah. one in this example. No, like I, yeah. No. And I think it's hard because then Heather is, you know, basically saying that she feels like she's being accused and she wants more kind of specific examples because I think Heather and maybe everyone on this cast, but specifically Heather, I think does care a lot about these issues and she's posted about black Mm -hmm. lives matter and all of this stuff. And so she, I, I understand where she's coming from that. She's like, if you're saying I'm doing this stuff to you, please tell me specifically, you know, where the problem is stemming from because that's not what she wants. She's not doing that on purpose. And I think the the issue, and sadly, this was kind of shoved right at the end of the reunion. So I don't mm-hmm. feel like we got time for this kind of conversation to fully unfold. Jen doesn't do a great job at sort of articulating w- what really she needed that she wasn't getting from Heather. And I think that's the issue because whether it's, you know, a race issue or, you know, just two people that are friends with each other, you have to be able to communicate what you need from that person. And uh, I think 100%. Heather, re- Heather really wants to be a good friend to Jen. And I think Jen in some ways wants to be a good friend to Heather, but she's not quite getting there. Yeah, I agree. And when Jen went off stage, cause she needed a minute, she went to coach Shaw and coach Shaw's like everyone's coach. Like he's pepped up, but like he was yeah. very calm, which he tends to be in general. And like, he literally didn't see, he just said, it's okay. And like walked her back to the stage. Like he almost, I wanted to, I wanted to think he was like, it's not like, this isn't the time, you know, like it's I not. I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate that. He seems very supportive yeah. of her and her emotions without blindly being like, yeah, I bet that bitch is being mean to you. Like I, I think he seems like a great example of a partner who can, who can listen to you and kind of be constructive with you Mm -hmm. without just automatically agreeing with everything you ever say. Because I think some of these, some husbands that we see on Bravo are very like, you said something about my wife, like I'm going to kick your ass. And I, I feel like he has a little bit more emotional intelligence than that. And okay. The second thing Meredith said this entire episode (laughs) is she, she did say though, that, that, accusation like a racial accusation is is a big statement to make so by Mm -hmm. by by jen doing that like that 
that was a big deal. And these these women, each of them admitted to their white privilege. They were like, we are not dumb. We know it exists. Like we're fully aware of it, especially growing up in Utah. And that's why Heather was like, I'm here to help. Like I'm I am right listening. I am here to learn. They all were. So I I liked how this conversation was like a real genuine conversation between house house I just said it with a list <laughs> housewives with like um with an open mind and that I feel yeah. that like, this conversation and this scene hit differently than other ones that we've seen it was authentic. I would love to see this I would love to see this topic sort of carried over that vibe into season two because I think there's a lot more to be said and if this is something that Jen feels strongly about and she feels like this has affected her relationships in the group I hope she feels like she can talk about that because Mm -hmm. I think it seems like everyone in the group is generally receptive to these conversations. And it's, so it's not going to be like a Ramona or Kelly Dodd situation where they're like, why don't we even, who gives a shit about this? Like, why are we talking about this? I feel like they could actually have some real moments and obviously, you know, the reunion, they're fitting everything into three parts. Um, so yeah, we we go quickly into our meatball on a stick toast, Ugh, and then we have the fake snow, which Mary Cosby. Oh tried my god! To eat. I, I well, first of all, we didn't even talk about her falling asleep. Hello, like oh, she. Yeah, I mean, that was I was laughing so hard because she was like she. You can tell in her face she was like, you know what this this conversation like I'm gonna sit this one out because it's not about me. And then he dead serious like asked her a question and she like heard her name and like shook but she did redeem herself she repeated the question like fully she took a breath and then and then when andy goes yep that was it she like cheered she was like i got it right like she was so happy but when this snow fell i was laughing out loud because she goes i don't think this is snow and she ate it mary babe you're inside you're in a TV studio. It, it's no, not it's snow. coming from the seal. It's not like it's not. It's you're right. It's not snow, but she Ugh. did eat it and she's an MVP. So I Mary had a great reunion. I don't it's hard to name a reunion MVP. I would definitely say she's the most improved from the season to the reunion. Very accurate. Um. Yeah. Overall, I can't say I have a lot of complaints about Salt Lake season one. I feel like they really brought it over the course of 16 episodes there. I mean, there were highs and lows, but in general, for a first season, I thought they did a, did a great job. Me too. Agreed. So can't wait to see, to see next season and if there will be less or more housewives or friend ofs. I'm excited. We haven't seen any friends. I know. I would love to get like, I, I definitely want like one new face in the mix, whether it's a friend yeah. or a housewife. I feel like For a second season, it's like you don't want to have... I mean, they definitely don't need to overhaul the cast or anything. But, like, it's fun to kind of, like, spice up the vibe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And just be cool. Don't be all, like, uncool. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. 
Betches.